Thanks for joining us for the special Mid-East Prophecy Edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Farag of Calvary Chapel, Kaneohe. Pastor J.D. shares the Mid-East Prophecy Update from an Arab perspective as he connects the dots of current events geopolitically with last day's prophecies biblically. It is our belief that the next event on God's prophetic clock is the rapture of the Church of Jesus Christ. It is our hope that these Bible prophecy updates will not only ready you and steady you for His return, but that they will also encourage you to share the gospel with others in order that the rapture will not be as a thief in the night. Pandemics, riots, wars, and inflation. Look around you. You'll see that the world is rapidly descending into chaos and confusion. While this can be scary for Christians, this should give us hope. Today, Pastor J.D. teaches that these are all signs that Jesus is coming to take us home soon. Thank God for that. Now, don't forget to stay with us after today's Prophecy Update to learn how you can become a Facebook friend or watch the weekly Prophecy Update at jdfarag.org. Now, here's Pastor J.D. with today's Prophecy Update as shared on January 14th, 2024. There won't be any alarm clocks in heaven. No need. That was just no extra charge for that. So here's the answer. Jesus answered, verse 4, Matthew 24, and said to them, Take heed that no one deceives you, for many will come in my name, saying, I am the Christ, and will deceive many. Christ, Christos, anointed one, chosen one. Matthew 24, verse 21, Jesus speaking, For then there will be great tribulation, such as has not been since the beginning of the world until this time, no, nor ever shall be. And unless those days were shortened, no flesh would be saved, but for the elect's sake, those days will be shortened. Then, verse 23, listen very carefully. If anyone says to you, look, here is the Christ, or there, do not believe it. For false Christs and false prophets will rise and post on false social. Come on, let me have that one. Okay, good. False Christs and false prophets, saviors, will rise and show great signs. And here's that word again, wonders. Hmm, makes you wonder. To deceive, if possible, even the elect. See, I have told you beforehand. Therefore, if they say to you, look, he's in the desert, he's on truth social. That's the last time I'll use that one. Do not go out, do not view it. Well, or look, he is in the inner rooms. Four words, do not believe it. Yeah, Obama told us that, you know, we're so confused with all the misinformation, we're even dying and nobody knows what to believe. I do. I not only know what to believe, I know who to believe, and who I believe in is Jesus the Christ, the Savior of the world, God the Son incarnate, fully man, fully God, that promised me He's coming back to get me, to take me to the place He prepared for me. That's who I believe in. 
Now that's because I took time off. <laughs> Whew, I was pent up. I feel better now. It's, uh, <laughs> Here's the bottom line. And I hope that my personality and style of delivery is not in any way a distraction. But this profound increase of confusion and false disinformation specific, listen, to the true Christ is exponentially increasing proportionate to the proximity of the rapture of the church. Be encouraged. The worse it gets, the closer we get. And it's getting worse, and we're getting close. Thank you, Jesus. Come quickly, Lord Jesus, because it's getting pretty bad. Uh, one more thing, and I, oh, if you only knew what I have to delete from these updates. It's very painful, because I've discussed so much. I'm, I'm working on something, I'm researching it, I'm vetting it, but I have every reason to believe that there's validity to the reality that they have something planned exactly as was programmed. And it's coming. Internet, financial, banking, boom. Oh, why not? Real quick. And we're almost done. Take heart. Um, this was about a week ago, or I think it was a Thursday night, and uh, when I was still uh, with my family, and uh, Gail sent me a text from Hiko warning about uh, a potential power outage for 30 minute spans in designated areas to conserve on electricity because the supply had been compromised by virtue of a couple of generators going down. Come on. Yeah, you think I'm stupid? <laughs> No, they're preparing us. See, because the time is coming soon and very soon, by the way, when your electricity, you know, the thing we take for granted, I mean, how many of us become incensed when our internet goes down? We're like, what? We're on the phone. I don't have internet. <laughs> I don't do that. I, I just, you know, because I'm the pastor, I'm very gracious. But you want your internet? We had to suspend it and your electricity. And oh, by the way, your ability to buy and sell because your social credit score is too low. So is your carbon credit score. You had all of the ACs in your house on at the same time. That's a no-no, you bad boy, you. And oh, incidentally, in the warning, you know, uh, we need to uh, ration the electricity. No, you don't. So I look, of course, well, I'm going to look. I don't care about anybody else on the island. I, I just care about Kailua and Kaneohe. <laughs> oh, there, look at that. Oh, we're, we're down for 6.30 to 7 p.m. That's when I microwave something to eat. <laughs> But they said, please limit the use of your air conditioners. I thought, aha! Oh, yeah. Am I taking this too far? You got it, right? 
Bottom line again, everything that's happening that they've, they have been programming the masses for is evidence of just how close we are to that trumpet sound when the dead in Christ rise first and we who are alive and remain are caught up, raptured up to meet the Lord in the air and forever be with the Lord. You know that the purpose of these updates is to get Jesus to people and people to Jesus. I know I say that every week. You had a break for a few weeks. Well, I'm back. (laughs) What do you mean? Well, when people realize, and people are realizing, that Bible prophecy is beginning to come to pass, Because God said, I'm going to tell you what's going to happen before it happens, so when it happens, you will believe that I am. And people are starting to ask questions, good questions about, isn't there something about this in the Bible? Yes, there is. What does this mean? Everything that's happening, because everything is going crazy off the charts. And it's a very confusing world we're living in, and it's getting confusing with each passing day. Well, what if I told you that the Bible says that it will be confusing and become more confusing with each passing day, right before that great and final day when Jesus comes to take His church away? Well, now you've got my attention. Good, because that's the good news. The good news is that Jesus came and He died. He was crucified. He was buried. And on the third day He rose again, and He is coming back again. Good news. That's the gospel. The death, burial, resurrection, and return of Jesus Christ. Don't leave off the, let's talk Paul Harvey, the rest of the story while we're at it. So that's the gospel good news of salvation found in the person of Jesus Christ. What does that look like? Well, it's very childlike what that looks like. And that's why we do the ABCs of salvation. Again, just a a, a simple tool to equip you, should you ever have the profound privilege of being able to share Jesus with somebody that asks you, like Peter says, about the hope that you have. There's something different about you. You're not like everybody else. Everybody else is freaking out. They're so confused. Not you. Nobody knows what to believe, but you're just rock solid in your belief. And nothing shakes you. And I've watched you from the sidelines of your life, and I've seen what's happened in your life, and you're not shaking in the least. In fact, it's sick because you're excited. And that freaks me out even more. Because the more things go crazy, the more you go crazy with excitement. What's up with you? I'm so glad you asked. And it is going to be up with me, by the way. And it could be up with you too, if you go up with me. (laughs) The A is just acknowledge, admit. You sinned. You've transgressed. You've broken God's law. Because unless and until you acknowledge you're a sinner, why would you be interested in a Savior? Oh, I'm a good person. I've never murdered anybody. Oh, really? Well, Jesus said if you've hated somebody or had anger in your heart towards somebody, 
You've committed murder in your heart. We've all sinned. There's no one righteous, Romans 3.10. Not one, save one, Jesus the Christ. And Romans 3.23 tells us why. It's because all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. We were all born sinners, which is why we must be born again to enter the kingdom of heaven. So now we have to plead guilty. We enter the plea in the court of the universe with the judge who created the universe, and we've been found guilty. And now the verdict is in, and we enter the sentencing phase. You're going to be sentenced now. What's the sentence? It's the death sentence. Romans 6.23, the wages of sin, the penalty is the death penalty. The wages of sin is death. That's the bad news. Now here's the good news. As you're being sentenced to death, in walks a man into that courtroom of the universe. No ordinary man. This is the God-man, Jesus the Christ. And he says to the judge of the universe, stop. You sentenced him to death. I'll go to my death in his stead. I'll pay his penalty. And then the judge of the universe looks to you. And because we know he's a local judge, he says, oh, (laughs) good news. You're free to go. Because whom the Son has set free is free indeed. Good news. That's what the word gospel means. The gift of God, good news, is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. That's the A. Now, the B, very central, right smack in the middle. And it's that word we just got done talking about. Well, I got done talking about and yelling about the word believe. Believe in your heart. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever would believe would not perish but have everlasting life. Romans 10, 9 says, if you believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead, you will be saved. And the C, lastly, is for call upon the name of the Lord, or as Romans 10, 9 also says, if you confess with your mouth Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised Him from the dead, you will be saved. And what seals the deal, Romans 10, 13, is that all who call upon the name of the Lord will, will be saved. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So what's in your heart is going to come out of your mouth. It's not what goes into a man's mouth that defiles him. It's what comes out of your mouth. What comes out of your mouth, what's in your heart. If Jesus is Lord of your life, then what's going to come out of your mouth is a confession. Yes, you are Lord of Lords, King of Kings. Every knee's going to bow. Every tongue's going to confess. Now for salvation, then too late for damnation eternally. I chose today's But God testimony for reasons I think you'll understand shortly. It comes from, and I sure hope I'm not butchering your name, sweetheart, Ineki Havercate who actually first emailed back on September 6th of 2022, right after Obama's speech, (laughs) 
writing, Dear Pastor J.D., I live in the Netherlands, and I follow your updates every week since 2020. It encourages me every week. I have a testimony. It was in 2021. Every week I shop in a drugstore. The drugstore worker does not believe in Jesus Christ as her Savior. I have spoken to her about Jesus, that He is the only way to be saved. I gave her a Bible and the simple ABCs in Dutch. Once I was in the drugstore, the drugstore worker told me that there was a woman in the shop. She said, I thought the woman would have a heart attack. The drugstore worker told her that I also believed in Jesus Christ. I was sorry that I was not there at the time. The drugstore worker asked the woman for her telephone number, so I got her telephone number, and I did send a message to her. Then we called each other, and then we met. Since then, we see each other almost every week. Some time ago, she got very sick. She went to the hospital and needed surgery. It looked very bad. She had to say goodbye to her children because the doctors thought she would not survive the surgery. I was so sad. God had brought us together, and we needed each other. We often prayed together, and now I had to say goodbye. I begged God, please let her live. We, we need each other. And I asked many sisters from our church and many friends to pray for her. She would probably die, but God, it was a miracle. She came through the surgery. The doctors were amazed. Now she could testify to the doctors and nurses. One nurse even had to cry. She told everyone who wanted to hear about Jesus and how great our God is. I am so grateful. I thank God from the bottom of my heart. To Him we praise. He is my everything. I love my Jesus for what He has done for me. I hope you can read my bad English. It is long ago I learned it at school with love. Ineki from the Netherlands. Now, a couple weeks later, this is still 2022, this is September 23rd, she writes again, Dear Pastor J.D., I saw your last update and I sent it to my friends. The time is short. One friend told me that she accepted Jesus. I thank God I gave her the ABCs and she asked if she is also at the rapture, meaning, will I go up in the rapture? <laughs> a few weeks ago I sent you a but God testimony, the one I just read. I don't know if you received it. I'd like to know. I'm so sorry it took two years to let you know. I did receive it. Every week I look forward to your updates. It encourages me so much. The sister I told you of in the testimony that almost died, but by a wonder of God she is still alive, has been, listen to this, watching your updates for 15 years. This is in 22, so now it's 17 years. That sister, you got treasures in heaven. And she told me about you. So I always look forward every week to Jesus coming. What a day that will be. I like to hear if you receive my messages, I got them. Better late than never, with love, a sister from the Netherlands. Now, a little over a year later, so now we're November 25th of last year, she writes again. And you know what's interesting? I actually was going to share her original But God testimony, and I had it all ready to go. And then at the last minute, I preempted it with another But God testimony, and I just saved it in my archive file. Like God was saying, you're going to share this, but not today. Now I know why. So get this, November 25th last year, dear Pastor J.D., I hope you can read my English because it is 50 years ago I learned English at school. I live in the Netherlands. I follow your updates since 2020. I have worked in the pharmacy, and I knew from the beginning that the shots are poison. I know the fabrics that are in the shots. And I like your prophecy updates very much because you are also warning and let us see in what time we live. Also, your sense of humor. I like very much. I like you very much. <laughs> <laughs> Your last update from 19 November touched me so I had to cry. 
Last week, the doctor said to me that I have breast cancer. And it is so true. It brings me closer to Jesus because he is the one and only for me. I look forward to the rapture. I love my Jesus so very much. I cannot speak enough of him. Also to the nurses and the doctors. I wear a sweater with the text faith, and that is what I have. Jesus is my only hope. I do not know what way I have to go, but I know Jesus is always with me. He shall never leave me. Pastor D, I love you. And also Capono. We have a friend, Capono, in the Netherlands. And all my brothers and sisters in your church. I'm looking forward for your next prophecy updates until the trumpet sounds, and we forever may be near our dear Lord Jesus Christ. And then I will meet you too. This is my but God testimony. My illness is bad, but God makes it for good with love from the Netherlands, your sister. Now, that was November 25th. Well, December 15th. She writes, Dear Pastor J.D., every week I look forward to your updates since 2020. I shall miss you the coming weeks. This is when I announced that I was going to take some time off. I live in the Netherlands. So sorry for my bad English. I pray for you, dear Pastor, and your lovely wife, Kelly. I wrote you a couple weeks ago, but I do not know if you received my message. I wrote that I have breast cancer. I did not know then that your wife, Kelly, also has breast cancer. I feel what she feels. This week in the hospital, I heard that I have metastasis, and the cells of metastasis are different than the cells of the tumor. So I have also another tumor in my body. Coming week, I have a scan. I cried a lot of tears, but God knows the way. He knows and loves me, and he knows and loves your wife, Kelly. I do not know what his way is, but I know that his way is the best. Place my trust in the Lord. Dear Pastor J.D. and Kelly, I love you so much. I hope and pray that we are going to together alive to see Jesus when the trumpet sounds. I know it is very soon. I look forward to seeing my Savior and Lord Jesus Christ. He is our surgeon. (laughs) He is a God of wonders. I believe. I believe. I pray for you and Kelly every day. I love my brothers and sisters from your church. I hope you receive my message. Big hugs for you and Kelly with much love from the Netherlands, your sister, Ineki. Father in heaven, we're in agreement with our sister in the Netherlands that it is our hope that we will be amongst those who remain alive when that trumpet sounds. And if it's as soon as we believe it is, then we certainly don't have much more time to wait. So, Lord, we do pray and say, Maranatha, come quickly, Lord Jesus. But before that trumpet sounds, there are many who need to come to you. Maybe some that need to come back to you. I pray that today would be that day because tomorrow's not guaranteed. Thank you, Jesus. We love you so much, Jesus. Come quickly, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We are so glad you joined us for this edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. You've been listening to the latest prophecy update that Pastor J.D. has been sharing. And as always, it's fascinating to hear and learn about how the things going on in the world relate to things predicted in the Bible. 
If you're ever interested in finding out more about this ministry, head over to jdfarag.org. That's jdfarag.org to learn more. If you're in the Kaneohe area, you're always welcome to come check out our church family. At Calvary Chapel Kaneohe, we meet on Sundays and Thursdays for a time of worship, fellowship, and in-depth Bible study with Pastor J.D. There's a Calvary link at the bottom of our webpage, so look for it at jdfarag.org. That link will give you more info on service times, directions, and more. Also, on our website, you'll notice a tab at the top that says ABCs. This is a helpful tool if you're in need of understanding a more in-depth view of what it means to have a saving knowledge of Jesus. If you or any friends or family need some clarification, this should help clear some things up for you. Again, that website is jdfarag.org. Next time, you'll get to hear some more interesting things about current affairs and how they relate to what the Bible says to be true. The prophecies in the Bible were not just mentioned casually. Every prophecy written in the Bible will come to pass. So there's much to understand about what's to come. We look forward to that time with you and hope you'll join us then. Until then, may you be looking for wisdom from God in spirit and truth. 